0: From the 5th Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins.
1: Hey everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplugged. I'm so happy you decided to join us today. Before we jump into the podcast, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish the number one shoe machine, machine on the market. We own three of them. And I can tell you personally, even before they came became sponsors, their customer service is second to none. Um, you know, every time I've had any issues with any of my machines, going back to the way old ones, they've always taken really good care of me. Also go over and check out teachhoops.com. Oh, and mention uh, mention us and they'll give you $450 off. Mention Coach Collins or Coach Unplugged, they'll give you $450 off. Also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Um, you know, we always tell our players that they should be working on their craft. I challenge you to work on your craft. Come over, join a community of like-minded coaches who want to make this game better. It's the reason I started Teach Hoops is to help pay the bills for all these podcasts, but even more importantly, to give back um, to this great game that has given me so much um, and to set up a roadmap for you to be successful not only on the court but off the court and we offer a 14-day free trial so come over and check, kick the tires around see if you like it and uh, let's head off the podcast. All right welcome to Coach Unplugged.
0: I'm going to try to get my volume set here today. Holy cow early morning coach. Um, coach Randy. <laughs> all right so Randy I'm going to have you introduce yourself kind of ex- kind of tell the the audience your basketball journey kind of how we ended up at this point talking today. Um, and then sure,
2: sure. Uh, uh, this is year 30 for me. So, uh, yeah,
0: 31 crazy
2: veteran, to, to say the least. And uh, started at a coaching everything when I first got in this 30 years ago. I coached middle school basketball, middle school football, high school baseball. I was really a, – a, my education got paid for through the sport of baseball. I was a left-handed pitcher in the OVC. And uh, at UT Martin, and okay. uh, but basketball was always my love. Uh, yeah, played three sports.
0: Hey, before that, you know, I football. think that's I think that's an important thing for the especially for the young coaches. T- teaching's teaching, coaching's coaching. I coach like three yeah. sports when I start. I think you learn a little <laughs> bit. Eventually, you'll have to narrow it because <laughs> you're you're, you're yeah. like you're like you and I. We run out of gas. Um, and you can only do so much. But I think at those young ages. Where you're just going, 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 coach as many things as you can. I mean, you will learn something at every, every, in every step. I think.
2: Oh, I think so. And and you know, the crazy thing is, uh, food for thought. Even to this day, I will go and sit at a great football coach's practice. Yes, uh, I think you can learn uh, from other people and strategies and the way they do it, and not be totally focused on the X's and O's of of your particular uh, sport. So. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so uh, I started in Crockett County. I was there five years. Um, I got my first opportunity to coach at the high school level at Dyer County High School, which is in uh, Dyersburg, Tennessee. It's about an hour north of of Memphis. Okay. And uh, I was there for two seasons, and I got an opportunity to go to Dyersburg City School, which at that time, uh, and, and still is, uh, uh, it's a special school district. Um, there's, there's, a, there's, there's funding in the system and there's also great support. So, uh, you know, as, as much as I loved where I was at Dyer County, I had to make a, a family decision and, right. uh, let get tough at times. You know, I had, in fact, I, I was leaving a team that won 24 games were all sophomores. Uh, we had built that program <laughs> from nothing. And in fact, the year I left, they were number one team in the state. They went 36 and Oh, and got beat in the, uh, sub state. Uh, one, one step away from the dance so uh you know but uh, again it would have been selfish selfish thoughts for me to stay there uh right. you know we had our body of work had, had led them and they were going to be successful uh no matter who was coaching so right. you know at this you got to make family decisions along the way too so i've got a wonderful wife uh, i've been married for 26 years i got two kids three grandkids yes man i'm like Aged out. So, <laughs> but uh, you know, it's going
0: back to the. It's it, the thing is, you know, I'm getting, I'm getting near the end. I, I don't know how many years I have left, but it's like the thing. The thing about coaches is, you're always going. Oh man, there's that seventh grade group coming up, or there's, you're always, <laughs> exactly. you're always looking. It's like, oh my god, it's like. My wife looks at me and she just shakes her head. It's like, oh, you know, there's that group. There's that one group. It's like, but we're always. I know. Yeah, you just got to make so You're so reluctant to leave because I mean, because part of the reason we do this is we love kids and we love coaching and you know, it's not, you know, we're not on TV making millions of dollars. It's not, there's no alternative motive here, to be honest with you. Um,
2: well, it, it is. And
0: you know, to,
2: and Steve, you can relate to this too. You know, you do it as long as we have, you know, I'm, I'm going into your 30 and I may mean, just keep young, you know, you, you keep that, that young, that fire <laughs> and, uh, you know, I stayed at Dyersburg 19 years. Okay. Uh, so uh, I was there. You know, and, and it was just like you were just alluding to. You know, you see, you knew what your sixth grade was, what your seventh grade was, yeah. what your eighth grade was. You knew that about every third year in the cycle, you're going to have a chance to make a big time run. Right. You know, toward a toward a state tournament appearance and and possibly a state title. So, you know, I was able to do those things there. You know, I was able to influence a lot of kids. Um. We had our SID, our sports information director call me because we put up a new website at our new school, uh, Lakeway Christian Academy, just outside of Knoxville. And um, they were like, man, I need your bio. And I'm like, so not into that. I know. And I I said, man, I don't care about talking about me and what I've done. Right. It, it, you know, that's really not it. Uh, But, uh, but I will say this. There's one thing that, that is very important to me and, uh, you know, the wins, the losses, the championships, the, all that stuff, man, all that stuff is great. And I, you know, one day, I guess I'll sit around and remember it and, and laugh and talk. And, but you know, I've had 64 kids that have signed collegially and that is, that's a, such a blessing to me. Right. That's why we do this thing.
0: Yeah. And it's so, like, I, people always ask me too. And it's like, I tell them, I said, I don't really even think about that. I think I said, someday I'll be on a boat fishing. And I'll be casting, I'll go, Oh, I had a pretty good career. It was pretty good. Yeah. I did all right. But you're you're in the heat of the battle at this point. I think going back to one other thing you said, and it's the same with teaching, there's a life force with youngsters that that people that aren't around it don't understand. It's like it's almost like the movie Cocoon, if you remember the movie Cocoon. Um right. where I get energy from them when I walk into the gym or I walk into my classroom and I'm dragging, it's like, Whoa, it's like, cause they're 16 to 18 year olds. And they've got like, and I coach guys and guys are like, you know, the hormonal thing is just crazy. It's like, um, <laughs> but so, so where, so that's where you are right now. How long have you been at the place you've been at now?
2: Well, uh, I, I actually, uh, this is my second year. I'll be entering my second season. This is actually just completed my first full year. I got okay. the job in May, so I really didn't even have a team. That the school is new,
1: okay. so we literally
2: didn't even have a team uh, this past year for me to even go through a summer program with. Really, um, we uh, we got going in August and started individual workouts and and doing the, that type of thing. And um, you know, this was really our first summer together. So you know, the thing kind of came full circle for them. I mean, we're literally teaching from ground up like it's it's total culture rebuild Uh, I've been very fortunate in my career to do this this will be the third time Uh, we built a program uh, at Dyer County and uh, you know I built a program at Dyersburg but I knew you know those were established schools right so it was more let's get in let's get the work going let's get the culture started but never from scratch where there were no players like you literally don't have a team (laughs)
0: <laughs> and so, that's got to be kind of fun, though. That's got to be kind of fun because well, you're building room.
2: It, it was crazy. Uh, my, you know, I can't tell you how many of my friends said, you have lost your mind, Randy. What are you doing, dude? I mean, we left uh, – I was at Riverdale for the three previous years. And, and during that time, it's the first job that I had taken that it wasn't build the program. Right. But the program was there. Riverdale had great success. They had four state titles before I got there in the last nine years. Right. But we had great talent, and so this, the, this, the program itself, I mean, without using that word, I guess I used that word, kind of recruited itself to right. some degree, because we, kids, I mean, it kids was a high level. Other winners.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah you, it's a national, nationally ranked program. They've been nationally ranked for seven or eight years, and that job had come to me two different times, and I denied it because my kids were in school. Right. And it wasn't like I wasn't, what, Dyersburg, we were winning there, and And I had great success, but I didn't want to move my kids in high school. And uh, it was crazy. The thing came back around to me again. And I go and I interview for the job. And I'm like, you know, it it was such. Now, my son was a senior and a three-sport guy. And I told him, I said, look, you can stay with family here or you can go. And and he came down and visited with us. And we left and went to Riverdale High School his senior year. And uh, I stayed there three years. We were, again, uber-talented a whole different set of issues there in regards to getting kids on the same page, that kind of stuff, you know, uh, people said, man, you got to coach great talent. That had to be fun. Boy, it must've been easy to win those state titles there. And and we were, we won three in a row there. We won two national championships in a row. Right. But there's a lot to be said about nine division one kids on a high school team. I mean, you got to get some buy-in, you got to get some (laughs) share, you got to get some unselfish. Uh, you know, and then, so there's a lot, you know, every, every job kind of has its own nuances and its own thing, but I was very proud of, of how our kids bought into what we were selling and, and then taking that and making it as successful as we could make it.
0: Well, and I think that, I think you hit a, I think you hit a big point about that. Um, every, every, (laughs) the grass isn't always greener and everybody has their, um, their uh their issues i i i tell people that it's when i had all my D when i when i had that stretch where we were just you know all the d1 guys it's hard to get everybody on the bus i think it was nick saban who said his spring practice is to get the right guys on the bus and get them in the right seats and the wrong guys off the bus i think that was nick saban who said that but it's true it's like (laughs) you know you got to get them on the bus and then you got to get them in the right seat and the guys that shouldn't be on the bus, you got to get off the bus. <laughs> and that's not an easy task at all by any stretch. Um, yeah, we, so, much,
2: so much truth in that.
0: So go ahead. So much truth in that. Yeah. It is a
2: great, a great experience. It was hard to leave that because we literally were returning six Division One kids. Right. And, uh, you know, this Lakeway Christian Academy thing came to me, uh, you know, and I, I didn't even – I had no desire to leave. I'll right. be honest. We're going to go state title number four. Right. four a row. right and uh you know it you know it was it was almost it, it was almost a godly thing you know it wasn't almost a guy it was a godly thing for me. right and, and i went down here to not burn a bridge because as i just told you i just finished year 30 so right. uh the private sector and being able to double dip with state retirement that was always in the back of my mind is something i wanted to do later on because i'm not done with this i'm ready to, i'm ready to go right and uh so we go down We go down to, inter- to the job interview. I'm walking in. I'm expecting this thing to be a bunch of rich, money mongrels. We're going to buy Riverdale's coach away. And right. I sit down, and it was the most humble people in this boardroom, and they proceeded to tell me the most godly story of the origin of this school. And I, li- listen, I even took my wife with me. I'm like, man, i going to take my wife because there is no way that she's going to get talked into this. You know, this is not going to happen. Our grandbabies are back within 30 minutes of where we were living before. Right. i turned around an hour into the interview and my wife's crying and I'm going, this is about to get serious. <laughs> this is
0: Yeah.
2: It was, but, but it, it's, it's absolutely been a godsend. Uh, you know, the, the, the competitive side of you, Hey, Let's see if you can do this from nothing. You know, you've right. done it from something twice. Right. And then you've got the coach kids at the highest level in your career. And here you are with a chance to move to uh, the Smoky Mountains and live in a beautiful area and, and, and have a chance to create your own culture. And that was such a, a lure to me to the point where I denied, denied, denied. And then, you know, it, it was crazy. We were sitting out on the back on our back deck grilling out one night. My wife said, what are you going to do about that Lakeway thing? And cause we'd literally not been talking about it. We just like denied it. Right. And, and it, it was just still there. You know, it, it was a, it was God working on our heart, heart that, that we needed to be there to, to help this journey along for them, this Christian education in an area that does not have such available. Right. Uh, already so it's it's exciting times up here
0: well it's also it's also it's also a growth for you i mean just think about i mean it, it changes change is inevitable i tell my boys it's like there's very few things taxes death and change things are going to change so you have one of two ways of dealing with it and change is good i mean it, i think it, it, it helps us grow um you know as a coach you're gonna have to do things you haven't done in 10 years probably or 20 years or new things it's gonna it's gonna be um interesting so coach how would you explain your coaching philosophy for anybody that's listening
2: gosh you know i'll say this to any young coach that's out there take the pieces that you've got and nurture those pieces and then decide right you know and and i i've I've been very flexible in my coaching career you know some of my early influences uh, tommy patterson at an early coaching he was the best thing that could ever happen to me. God put him there for me,
1: right. because
2: he was he was really kind hearted, uh, and he showed the girls that he loved them, like they they got it, and they right. would literally run through a wall for him. Right. And uh, <laughs> he was he was big on fundamentals, not big on X's and O's. That wasn't his thing. He was going to play basketball, and he was going to do it with kids who would run through a wall for him. And you know they were going to do just fundamentally, they were going to be really sound. So he was a great a great influence. And then you know my first high school job, I got to work with a guy named Butch Hopkins, who's uh, you know, who knows how many games Butch has won seven, eight hundred probably. <laughs> right. uh, in fact, he's retired now. And and Butch was big on player development. And I thought you know in year five of my coaching career, you know Butch comes into my life and right. shows me the importance of of being able to develop the pieces, get the pieces right. This ain't always about you and what you know, right. It's about what can you teach and what can you teach them? And, and I was really influenced by that, you know, at, at an early age. So, you know, when you say philosophies right now, you know, my thing is it it, it comes from a a guy named Rick Ansel and, and Rick has been very influential in many, many college or high school and college coaches. I mean, he's in nine Hall of Fames. Uh, head coach at MTSU Women right now. And and Rick said this to me. He used to have – he's won, I don't know, 11, 12 state championships in the girls' high school game. And then he's won conference championship after conference championship in uh, CUSA with MTSU Women. In fact, they should be one of the best teams in the country this year. I mean, they're going to be a top 20 program. Um, but, you know, his thing was this. You better be able to, at the end of the day, we can all come up with all this fancy stuff. We're going to press you this way. We're going to put this trick. <laughs> right. At the end of the day, you better get stops in the half court, and you better be able to score it in the half court. And that that always stuck with me. Right. And whether that meant, you know, Steve, if that meant I need to develop my players such that if you you might be able to stop my double screen action, but can you stop my kid in space? Right. Well, see, I've always said, I've always said,
0: high school basketball is about matchups. <laughs> it's about matchups. It's about you know how can you defend? Um, yeah, I mean it's it's it, it, and it's a simple game. You got to score more than the other team. <laughs> <Which means you laughs> have to stop exactly. them, and you got to put that little round thing in that little round cylinder. That's it's pretty simple game when you think about it um kind of kind of diving in i i i agree with this and i and i talk about this in my in my my classes i'm a math teacher but i talk about life lessons a lot and i said and and i said i've been successful because i found the right yodas through my life and the and the right yodas are the right mentors um you know and as you get older you put mentors in different categories like my brother would be in my financial category he he thinks he's supposed to be in the basketball category but he's really over in the financial category Um, you know you put people in different categories as you get older you get more pieces more mentors more more yodas that can kind of help you i think um but i mean i'm the coach i I am because of people that have helped me along the way i've taken a little piece of each of them and that's hopefully they've helped me along my journey um but it sounds Uh, like it happened that way for you too yeah
2: yeah yeah and you know I think a lot of mistakes that I see with young coaches is they want to – a lot of the young guys want to – they want to stamp their name on I. I. (laughs) Listen, I'm not about that. I want people around me smarter than me. Right. Uh, I want some people around me that can teach me daily. Uh, I was very fortunate when I got the job here. Uh, I hired – as my number one assistant is a guy named – uh, out of, he, he's out of, out of Granger County, and he had a huge success there. His name's Justin Combs, and he's won, I don't know, four or 500 games. When I was in A in Dyersburg, you know, we were always – we had to get through him to get to state. He had to get through us to get to state, you know, to win a state title. Just a great coach. And, you know, he was kind of in the same boat as me with this Lakeway thing, and he's from the area up here. And I was very fortunate to hire him as an assistant. Uh, really good on the defensive side of the ball with presses, and very good with high-low stuff and developing post kids. Right. Well, you know, I, the last my last nine years, I haven't had a post. The <laughs> last post I had signed at Ole Miss right. in two thousand and eleven. Right. So my last eight years, I had to readjust, and that's kind of where we came up with what we're doing now. Right. And and that's right. we are playing uber fast. And, you know, it, it, it's a great style. It's, it's really fun. But, um, you know, in in regards to, in regard the circle's got to be small and the people in that circle, man, got to be on the same page. And, you know, I'm very fortunate where I'm at right now that we we have that.
0: (laughs) It's from like meet the parents. That circle of trust is very small. Yes. It's, uh, um, and I think your mentors for the young coaches listening, I think your mentors don't find yes men or yes women find people that are going to like, I want my coaches questioning me. Um, You know, I want, I want to be pushed to the envelope because it makes me otherwise I'm going to get in a rut. I want to, I want to think about what we're doing and why we're doing it. So let's dive into your style. Tell me about your style.
2: Well, as I said earlier, Steve, we had bigs. When I first started at Dyersburg, we always had big kids. I'd have multiple six footers. I was six, four, six, three, I was six, five, six, three, at one time, so we played uh, we played to that. Like we did right. crazy stuff. Yeah. We we literally would guard everybody, no helpers. A six five back there that would wipe it out. <laughs> so you know, you kind of play yeah. to that a little you bit. Clean again. up
0: your mess. So the, the bigs clean up your mess. Exactly. Is what yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: and then one year uh we funneled everything. Like this past year, we funneled everything to our six four. I've got a big again.
1: Right. But
2: prior to that, prior to this past season. I had five sixes to five eights, right. a bunch of them. So, you know, we're like, we got, we got to find a niche. What can our niche be? And man, we just kind of sold out to we're going to play fast. You know, you you know the the, the Paul Westhead theory. Let's shoot it in seven seconds. Uh, right. The Grinnell says we're gonna press you on a make or a miss. Yep. Um, I'm not necessarily that wild. <laughs> <laughs> because I can't stand to watch a layup so but we do play fast with the ball and we try to control tempo with the ball and we're trying to literally shoot the ball in five seconds and so we're very systematic in what we do we're very uh, systematic in how we teach it and you know we, we start with just core fundamentals if we're our goal is to play. 75 possessions. In- hey
1: everybody, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Make sure you subscribe and like no matter where you listen, Apple, Spotify, we love those 5-star reviews. Make sure you also go over and check out com for coaches who want to get better. Sports Social Podcast Network.